Hello, my name's Patrick, and I'm a Scream Queen. I'm a Scream Queen. And so are you! Hello again, my beautiful screamers, and welcome to another episode of Scream Queens, the podcast where horror gets bent. This is yet... This is the first of the Countdown to Halloween Marathon episodes. I'll be putting out a new show every day up until the big night, counting down the days till it's pumpkin time and stabbing babysitter season and I got nothing. It'll be Halloween this is a fun way to do it. I'm going to be doing a special focus on movies that take place on Halloween or at a Halloween style haunted attraction. So the first movie is one I was completely unaware of until I asked you the loving listeners of the Scream Queens Horror Podcast, what are some movies that maybe I'm not aware of that take place on Halloween or in a haunted attraction and not the ones that everybody knows Thank you. Give me some of the weird stuff. So I want to thank listener Jack Knapp, boyfriend of listener Lauren, fellow survivor of the goat ice cream incident, and the man who could do the most terrifyingly accurate Robert De Niro impression that I've ever seen. So accurate, it was disturbing. He suggested this movie, a little movie called Haunted Ween. Now, he just threw that title up without any explanation or a link or nothing. I thought he was making it up, but no, he's not. This is a real, live movie. And it's from 1991, and it is shot in Kentucky, and it cost maybe 75 cents to make this movie. It is clunky. It is often awkward. And yet, there is a certain charm to Haunted Ween that made it quite delightful. Now, there's no trailer for this that I could find. However, this is one of these movies that I love because it's still in the days when horror movies had their own theme song. So let's just start the proceedings off with a little bit of that thing that I was just about. What am I talking about? I don't know. Do you know? Me either. Weird.
20 years ago. The Berber family were running their annual family haunted house attraction. But little Eddie Berber was too young to participate, even though he really wanted to. He's just too young to work the inside of the house. But he just wants to be a part of things, you know. So he sneaks in. After the house is closed, but the last guests are still inside. And unwisely, corners a little girl in there and scares her so badly, well, she dies in a particularly gory accident. But it wasn't his fault. He was just trying to have a little Halloween fun. What is his fault, though? After realizing what he's done, little Eddie Berber takes a machete and dismembers that little girl. And as you know, any movie that brutally murders a child before the credits are finished rolling, you've got my attention. Now his mama found out what he did. So she took Eddie and ran away. And they were never seen again. Until now. Flash forward 20 years. A fraternity, well, they're kind of in some tough times because, well, they've been so busy partying and being, like, awesome and stuff that they haven't been paying their fraternity dues. If they don't raise $3,000 ASAP, their chapter is going to be closed. And while they're throwing a fundraising party at the fraternity house, a mysterious stranger shows up with the keys to the Berber house the old abandoned Berber house and says why don't you put on a haunted house there it will be a great fundraiser <laughs> and they think this is a great idea except this year Eddie Berber's come home and he still wants to be a part of the Halloween fun he just wants to help these fraternity boys get out of the red and into the black. Although, they're going to end up deeper in the red than they ever imagined. Not the financial kind of red. The bloody kind of red. Despite its low budget. Despite the need for some editing. Despite the frequently clunky, awkward acting. Haunted Ween is a surprisingly charming and entertaining little film, much like Chill the Killing Games, which I reviewed earlier in the year. There is a spirit here that, let's put on a show right here, feel that is infectious. And it is clearly done with love and affection, and also whoever was behind the camera, despite the low budget, despite the constraints that kind of thing puts on, they actually knew what they were doing with that camera. There are some shots in here that are extremely impressive for a very low budget movie. I'm thinking of one in particular. There is a topless girl going for a skinny dip in the lake, and her walking to the lake and the woods around her are covered in fog. It's a gorgeous shot, something that I would not expect to see in a movie like this. So when Haunted Ween is good, it's surprisingly good. But when it's bad, 
It is fantastically, entertainingly, hilariously bad. And the combination of these two things make for a rather fabulous little ride. Because like I said, we're not just treated to a low-budget film. No, we're, this is from 1991, which means it was probably shot in 1989. So we're seeing some of the best of late 80s fashions. No, wait. Late 80s Kentucky fashions. Oh my goodness gracious me. Ooh, sweatshirts and turtlenecks and pearls. Girls, there are mullets galore. There are Tony Home permanents out the wazoo. There are those girls that had that, that haircut that looks like the, that one, that one, you know, the Dilbert lady with like a big pyramid. That thing, that pyramid hair. So many of them have that. Hairspray, hairspray, hairspray. Aquanet for years. There must be a hole in the ozone layer over the Berber house the size of, well, something very big. It also helps that Haunted Ween has some very, very likable characters. Our main dude, Kurt, the president of the fraternity, A, he's really easy on the eyes. He's a decent example of, you know, late 80s frat boy hotness. And we get some fun peach-colored bathing suit action with him. So that's very cool. But the standout of the movie is one of the other fraternity brothers, a character named Hanks, who's got this amazingly comic exaggerated Kentucky accent. It is so thick and so dripping with molasses, it makes my imitation of Mr. Brad look subtle in comparison. And he is a welcome addition of intentional humor that works. And notice I said humor and not jokes. This is a character who is funny by just because of his existence. He doesn't have to be cracking one-liners all the time to be entertaining. And that's going to be a beef that I have later on with some of these movies because I've recorded everything out of order because that's what I do and I go on a rant in a similar, more modern movie. But you'll find out about that in a few days. Some of the special effects are surprisingly decent. There is a character that has their neck broken, head twisted all the way around. The neck appliance of stretched skin with a bone poking through is surprisingly disturbing and well executed for a movie of this low budget. I was a little perturbed for a while because once the haunt gets going and the fraternity and sorority gals start to die, I was thinking, wait a minute, what's happening? He just seems to be punching people in the face and they're dead. And I got mad, but no. No, 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 no. See, he's not outright killing people at the haunted house. Not right away. Because he has other plans. Because, just like before, little Eddie just wants to be a part of the haunt. So he's got his own special room to set up with a very, very special live show. Or should I say soon-to-be-dead show. Because he'll be killing people for the thrills and enjoyment of those paying guests. Which is a recurring theme in all of these movies that are set in a haunted house attraction and this one is executed quite nicely just the implicit guilt that people have egging the killer on and ignoring the pleas of the victims works here better than it does in some of the other movies that i'm going to be covering later on and i know this isn't helping you because i haven't talked about them yet except i have but you don't know about it so this is all very confusing and plus, it also really helps that these people, the, man, they are dressed up. These, like, these, these 
minor actors in it are dressed up for their big time on screen. There is a little girl who's wearing like the full blossom outfit. You know, the hat and the, oh, oh, girl, girl, you bought this special for the movie, didn't you? Oh, yes, you did. There's another dude. Man, you're talking like curly mullets. And he's really angry. Angry curly mullet man is a big highlight of the movie for me. I love you, curly mullet man, wherever you are. One of the things that did surprise me about Haunted Ween was the amount of nudity in it. Because like I said, this is this is bargain basement filmmaking for the most part, and I'm sure none of these actors were getting paid, or if they were, it wasn't much. And I'm thinking maybe it was just a whole bunch of friends got together to make a movie. So the, the amount of titties that you get in this, I was like, what? You got naked for Haunted Ween? Really? That's out there forever now. Good for you. Good for you. Because that just doesn't happen anymore. I'm sorry. I miss the days when horror movies were just filled with completely unnecessary gratuitous nudity like this it's just wonderful it's wonderful and hooray hooray for titties hooray for titties that's johnny krug speaking through me and i like it so while it is a rare treat for me to find out about a movie that i had no inkling even of its existence while doing research for it i was Equally thrilled to find out the following that this movie has. This absolutely silly little movie is loved by so many people. And I think that's fantastic. So good for you. Good for you. Because it's one of the things I love about the horror genre that you can occasionally crank out something. That for some reason just strikes a chord. And even though you didn't spend a lot of money on it, but you worked your damn hardest on it, it still will find a home with you creepy people. And that's why I love you creepy people, because I'm one of you, and I am your leader. A benevolent, fabulous leader, but a leader nonetheless. So Haunted Ween is a little hard to find. It is on YouTube. There are a couple of different versions of it. So watch the running time. There's one out there that's taped off public access that has like all these commercials, and it runs for two and a half hours, and has all the nudity and gore cut out. So don't watch that one. There's a nice hour and a half version of it. I would post the link, but I've learned that posting the link to things on Facebook or on the blog or on Twitter, all of a sudden that link will get taken down because I call too much attention to it. So be cool. Don't ruin it for everybody else. Be subtle in your searches. I don't know. I got nothing. Haunted Ween. I think it's a great way to kick off the countdown to Halloween Marathon. So I'll be back tomorrow with another tale of terror about another holiday-themed movie. Which I'll be doing every day until the big night. And hopefully I will not have a nervous breakdown between now and then. Because, as always, I forget how much work it is doing this much show, this many shows during the month of October. But I do it because I love you. And if you love me, you'll give the show a call at 917-720-2047. Or you can write me at crew at screamqueens.com. And as always, that's Queens with a Z. You can find me on Facebook by doing a search on Scream Queens Horror Podcast. You can find me on Twitter at Scream Queens and on Instagram at no tiara for you or at Scream Queens as well. And if you're recommending the show to a friend, and I hope you do, and I know you will, be sure to tell them that it's Scream Queens with a Z because there is that imposter podcast out there. And we will not lead our friends astray. Friends don't let friends listen to inferior podcasts. I don't know if it's inferior or not, but you're copying me. God damn it. I'll kill you. I will kill you. But I just washed my hair, so I'll have to kill you later. So until tomorrow, my beautiful, beautiful screamers continue to make the world a creepier place. And remember, the Scream Queens 
golden rule. Fight or flight, survive the night, make it to the final reel, baby! Yeah! Bye! Some of the music for tonight's program has been provided by Mavio's Music Service. Check them out at music.mavio.com, bitches! <laughs>